Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at alignedpracticequiz.com. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 142 of the Aligned Women Podcast. Do you know that you need new ideas for marketing your practice? And are you confident that social media is where your ideal patients are, and yet you don't want to put your own life out there for everyone to see so that you aren't sure how to use social media to grow your practice? If you answered yes to either of these questions, then today's episode is for you. I'm sure you already know that social media is an important way of marketing your practice in 2020 and beyond. This sounds like Buzz Lightyear. Yet if you're like many women in chiropractic, there's a ton of reasons why you're unsure about using social media marketing. You're unsure of what to post, what to say, what to share. You're afraid that you might attract trolls or haters or you're likely even afraid of saying something inaccurate and having the board, or worse, other chiropractors come down on you. So in this episode of the Aligned Women Podcast, I'm going to give you my best tips for what to share on social media that will attract the right patients to your practice. All right, before we get started, just a quick reminder to be sure that you're subscribed to the Aligned Woman podcast in iTunes by heading over to alignedwoman.com forward slash iTunes. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Aligned Women to see the real life and practice results of aligned women who are just like you. They're committed to changing the world through chiropractic care without sacrificing their families or burning themselves into the ground. And a quick heads up, we're going to change things up over the next few episodes a bit. Over the next few weeks, you're going to hear Aligned Women member spotlights. We might call these success stories. These are essentially interviews with members of the Aligned Women community so that you can hear their experience with the program, what the benefits have been for them, for their lives or practices, and why they continue to be an Aligned Women member month after month. There are two very specific reasons why we're sharing these member spotlights with you over the next few weeks that you'll definitely want to apply to your own practice. And I'm sharing more with you about these reasons now. Okay, listen, because we have enrollment opening up for aligned women in April or May, you want to hear from other members whether the program is the right fit for you or not. I mean, it's one thing to hear it from me. It's another thing to hear it from one of our other coaches, but really it's another thing entirely to hear it from the people that actually go through the program and experience the results. Well, I mean, I've experienced the results myself and so have our coaches, but you know what I mean? And then secondly, because sharing our success stories has made a tremendous impact on the growth of aligned women as a community and as a business. But this is a marketing strategy that I avoided for a long time. (laughs) I mean, it felt like a big deal to ask people to put their own experiences and stories out there for you to hear. But after taking an advanced marketing training in 2019, 
I knew that it was something I had to bite the bullet and do. In fact, I was so certain on the importance of this step, I hired a new team member and assigned the coordination of these success stories to her almost entirely. And that's Dr. Holly Tucker. She's our accountability coach. Um, So using your success stories as a way to help more people in your practice, your community understand why they need chiropractic care, it can really be key to the growth of your practice. And showcasing your practice's success stories can really be vital in the buildup phase of your practice when you hire your first or second or third associate. I could do a future episode probably focused solely on this topic alone. In fact, I would love to know from you if you'd like to hear more about this topic because it's not the same as asking for reviews or testimonials. It's a bit different. So send us a message at info at alignedwomen.com and let us know if this is something you would love to hear more about on the podcast. Okay, so let's move on to today's topic. We're going to talk about how to use social media to grow your practice without oversharing your personal life. So first things first, do you have to use social media to grow your practice? My answer is yes and no. (laughs) Yes, because it's where people already are. I mean, think about it. Even if you think using electronic devices isn't healthy or you're just not that into Facebook, there's a good chance you still use an electronic device throughout most of your day. And more importantly, odds are high that you've been influenced by something you saw on social media to make a buying decision. And this likely happened on more than one occasion. Be really honest with yourself. Have you seen a Facebook ad and then bought the thing? Or maybe you saw a sponsored post and you signed up, you entered your name and email address for a free guide or free download or a free training video? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So then also consider that using social media to grow your practice will help you build trust with people before they've even met you. I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone out and about or had a new patient in my practice say, you're just like you are in your videos. I feel like I already know you. And I'm like, yeah, I am just like how I am in my videos because that's just me. But because I am being just me in my videos, it develops a sense of trust between me and that person, again, before they've even met me. So it makes it easy for them to follow my recommendations. They know I'm an honest person. And then next, the utilization rate of chiropractic. This is something I've been talking about a lot over the last few months, but the utilization rate of chiropractic has appeared to be pretty stagnant for the last several decades, with the ACA reporting that 10.7% of people in the U.S. utilized chiropractic care in 2018. That means that almost 90% of people don't utilize chiropractic care. So there's a lot of people out there for us to reach if we just learn how to make um, marketing effective and reach them. And social media can be an easy, obviously, it's, it can be free. It's, it can be an effective way of reaching people who may never have heard about chiropractic otherwise or who have heard about chiropractic but just didn't think that it was for them. Now, I will say the no part of my response to the question of do you have to use social media to grow your practice is this. It's your practice. Everything in Aligned Women is not a have-to, it's a how-to. It's merely a suggestion. You can take what I've learned works for me and for hundreds of other people and see if it works for you, or 
you don't have to. I don't believe that there are many absolutes in life and what's right for you may not be right for me and vice versa. So if using social media to grow your practice feels intrinsically wrong, and I emphasize the intrinsically wrong part for some reason, and you're really clear that it feels wrong to you and not just that you're afraid to do it, then that's your choice to make. Okay, next. What's really key for making your social media efforts effective and not feel like a big waste of your precious time? There's a few parts here. So first, you've got to be clear on who your target market is. You've heard us talk about the target target marketing and the ideal patient avatar on the podcast many times, (laughs) but it's because it's something that is deeply ingrained in our profession to do the opposite, right? Go out and teach the world about chiropractic teach the people about the benefits of chiropractic care, teach them that chiropractic can help with anything. And then when we do that, we sound a little crazy, like we're selling snake oil. And it's hard to believe that if we have a thing that can help everyone with anything, that that's actually true. So know the specific problem that your ideal patient avatar comes to your practice with and how that problem affects her life, her work, her marriage, her parenting, and so on. And then know what the solution is for her problem, aka chiropractic care, plus whatever else you may do in your practice. And then know what the result is when she's experienced a solution to her problem. That means what's changed in her life, what changed in her work, what changed in her marriage, her parenting, and so on. If you're not clear on who your target market is and you're just sharing information, you'll struggle to build an engaged audience. And hear me when I say this, people are on social media, not to be educated, but to be entertained like it or not. That's what it is. The best space for you to land with your social media content is the edutainment realm. That's the place where you say, things that are educational, but it's also entertaining at the same time. Then you have to be uber consistent. Even if that means you have to sit down each week and plan out your posts ahead of time so that you're not on social media all day, every day, then by all means, time block your schedule so that you have a dedicated day and time each week for writing content. Being consistent in social media terms is one of the big, the biggest success factors. You can't know exactly what will resonate with your audience until you start putting content out there and seeing what sticks. Plus, having this dedicated time to plan your content will mean you can think through what you want to share that's not just another picture of what you made for dinner. (laughs) And then also, always include a call to action. Why? Why should you tell people what to do? Well, if you don't tell them what to do, they may not do anything at all. And obviously we don't want them just consuming your social media posts. We want them to become chiropractic patients in your practice. So make sure that most of the time you have a clear and direct call to action for your followers. Okay, moving on. Should you post on Facebook or Instagram? Should you post on your business page or your personal page? Should you post in a group? Should you start a group? Have you asked yourself these questions? Well, again, here, there's no one right answer. You should do what you feel called to do and what feels best for you. 
What lowers your resistance to doing social media marketing in the first place? What can you be consistent with? If you find posting on your business page five to 10 times a week to be hard to be consistent with because the reach is only 100 people or so, then switch to posting on your personal page. But know that your tone will likely need to be different if you post as you instead of as your practice. And then next, unless you're already, um, unless you've already built a business page with thousands of likes, good post reach, and decent engagement, you might consider putting your focus on a Facebook group instead of a business page. For the last several months now, Facebook has placed a much bigger emphasis on groups instead of pages. So your post inside of your group are likely to be seen by more people than your posts on your business page. The challenge with groups, however, is that you need to give people a reason for joining the group. It has to be something unique or interesting, again, like in the edutainment realm that happens only inside the group and not just more noise on social media and more notifications. So let me give you an example. If you want to create a group for moms, well, that's not very specific. If you want to create a groups for moms in your area, now we're getting a little more specific. But if you wanted to create a group that specifically shared with your current patients and potential future patients, all of your favorite recipes, because people ask you so often, how do you make time for eating so much real, whole, awesome, healthy food? Then now you have a specific focus or emphasis or purpose for your Facebook group. All right, next up. And this is the question I named this episode after. How do I market my practice through social media without oversharing my personal life? Now, first, I want to be clear. Share whatever you want to share on social media, especially if it's on your personal profile. Share whatever you want to. If you you feel called to share it, that's no one else's business but yours. And if I don't like what you share, I should scroll on. Or better yet, stop scrolling and go do a puzzle with my kids. <laughs> but here's my experty opinion on what works on social media and what doesn't, and how you can avoid just being more noise in the online space. First, don't just post what you eat. <laughs> the here's what I ate for dinner post has become kind of cliche, right? I mean, sometimes a really interesting or beautiful dinner photo might be cool particularly if there's a meaningful story that goes along with it, but just sharing what I ate post just makes you more of the same noise as everyone else doing the same thing. Next, think about writing, posting, or saying content that provides value to your ideal patient avatar, not to everyone. You might really want to post a picture of a spine and talk about how everyone can benefit from chiropractic care, but no one pays attention and it's really frustrating. So if you're doing that and you're not seeing tons of engagement and getting asked lots of questions and then having those people turn into patients in your practice, you can just stop because it's a waste of your time. Instead, Ask what stories you can share, ask yourself what stories you can share that build connection and trust with your ideal patient avatar. And then most importantly, don't make it all about you all of the time. I, I mean, this is hard. 
We love you. We really do. (laughs) But your practice doesn't have to be all about you. And now having supported close to 100 chiropractors through this process of transitioning their marketing from being about themselves to being about the patient experience, I can tell you that a lot of us have a lot of resistance to letting the marketing be about the patient experience and not about ourselves. In fact, when you start sharing your success stories with your audience, it will be a, what is the word? It's like a, um, it's a growth edge for all of us. It's a growth edge. It's going to require you to trust the process. But when you share those success stories with your audience, it builds even more trust with them. And your patient's stories provide the proof that what you do works and that what you do is valuable so that you don't have to be the one saying, look, what I do works. Look, what I do is so valuable. And this is especially key, again, for practice owners who want to transition into the build-up phase with an associate or two or three. If the marketing of your practice is always about you, the practice owner, new patients will come in expecting to see you, the practice owner. But if the marketing of your practice features your success stories of your practice, then people come into your practice because they want the same experience, not so much because they care who provides that experience. And this is where things get dicey. Because as practitioners, we want to make it about ourselves and how great we are and how wonderful we are. And even if you're listening to me saying this right now, thinking you don't do that and your ego's not that big, you know what? I would bet you $100 right now that it is. But we wouldn't know that until we had a conversation. So then lastly, let me share this with you. Well, for most of us, our ideal patient is someone who's a lot like we are just a few years ago. That doesn't mean that we have to share everything about our own lives and put it all out there. And instead of sharing your own emotions, share your understanding of your target market's emotions. Instead of sharing your own struggles, share your understanding of your target market's struggles. See the difference? Okay, so that's my two cents, my experty opinion, as I said before, on how to use social media to grow your practice without oversharing your personal life, plus a few other things. I've talked, uh, no, 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 I haven't talked. <laughs> I haven't talked about it tons on the podcast, but last year my team and I launched the Align Marketing Intensive which was a 10-week course slash group coaching experience for chiropractors who were ready to take their practices to the next level, but do it without spinal screenings and without health fairs, even if they had struggled to be consistent in marketing their practices for years, which most had. Oh my gosh, I learned so much by taking over 43 students through that course. And I would venture to say that Dr. Holly, again, our accountability coach, who served as the accountability coach for those students, I would say that she probably learned a lot as well. One of my biggest takeaways was that I really do have an advanced knowledge of marketing. (laughs) That's not necessarily easy for me to say, but the reason that it's important though is that I learned that if you're in the dream up phase or the startup phase of practice and you're brand new to aligned marketing, you really need to learn some basics first. 
like things that I thought everyone already knew, but I was totally wrong. They don't. So learning how to be consistent with the Align Marketing Basics will help you grow your practice, again, without spinal screenings, without health fairs, even if those are all you've ever been told to do for marketing. So I started to put together a new course for women in chiropractic just like you last year, and it will be like an intro to Align Marketing. It will be awesome, I promise. And it will help you feel so much more confident that you're doing the right things to market your practice while attracting not just more patients, but the right patients. And this course is going to be super affordable, which is awesome. It will be available in the next few weeks. So for now, if you want to go ahead and start learning more about aligned marketing, you can do that by going to alignedchiromarketing.com and sign up for our free five-day aligned marketing course for chiropractors. I honestly believe that if you implement and follow through on what I teach you in the free course, it could be all that you need for years to come. So go sign up for the free course, alignchiromarketing.com, and be sure to join me next week as we start a series of success stories from aligned women. Until then, my friend, take care. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women Podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on the show and want more insight into how you can have more time freedom, more financial freedom, build a practice full of the right patients, and feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor, be sure to take the Aligned Practice Quiz. You can get your free copy of the quiz at alignedpracticequiz.com. You'll know in less than 15 minutes where you need to focus your time and energy to become present in your life as a mom and profitable in your career as a chiropractor. Thanks again for listening.